If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is former Indiana basketball player Brian Evans, and you're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Jim Coyle. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Corey O'Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by our rivals. The Hoosier.com gives you complete coverage of Indiana athletics. And Alec Lasley of the Hoosiers with us now. Alec, how are you, brother? Well, good, guys. How are you guys doing? Cannot complain. Cannot complain. Uh, it's Friday, so uh, we're, we're heading that yeah. right, boy, right way. Plus, a lot of things opening up today. Uh, Cal Nenrup from the Stars is going to join us later talking about the opening of recreational sports, Alec. People can get out, can shoot. But this is all going to go – a lot of these guys that have been trouble finding gym or rims and all that stuff to get to, not everybody has. But, no, that's a worry now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the – the the best thing for all these players is to obviously get a ball in their hands, continue to shoot, continue to work. Um, I think that's that's kind of what everyone wants, whether it be the you know the the upperclassmen who want to get back into into the gyms to to finish off their careers, or if it's you know these these younger guys that are that are coming in or trying to make a name for themselves. And we won't. Uh, I've seen that uh, Indiana is is they're. they're you can tell things are starting to happen over there. We won't be talking to the players anymore. Those guys are going to be getting to Indiana now. Probably they'll, they'll be able to come on up. Uh, Christian Lander can get up here. All those guys, Jordan Geronimo, they can get on campus and start using the facilities. That's going to be gigantic uh, for our, for all of them, not just basketball, football, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you, if you just look at it from a, from a basketball perspective, I think this is going to be extremely, extremely beneficial to, to obviously Christian Lander, who, you know, made the announcement that he's going to be joining the 2020 class officially. And I think everyone is a little bit kind of, I don't want to say concerned, but the, the one kind of knack for him has, has been really that, uh, that ability to, to make that initial impact reclassifying without really having a full kind of summer in the, in the weight room and with a, you know, division one program and, and weight facility that, that'll really kind of help him move into that kind of instant impact player that I think a lot of people want from him. So I think getting him actually in, in involved with, with the campus activities, with the program is something that that'll be extremely beneficial here, you know, whenever play actually sort of resumes. There's Indiana basically has an open scholarship right now that I don't think that they're going to use. I think they're going to bank it, uh, especially in light of COVID-19, all this stuff. It's just making it more difficult. So I think they're going to hold that. But what what's going on in the world of the Indiana recruiting right now? Anything moving? Yeah, I mean, there there is a little bit uh, coming up this weekend. Trey Patterson, uh, obviously, a, you know, one of those top 2021 guys that Indiana is going after, recruiting pretty hard. Uh, not a huge announcement, but he's announcing his top 10. Uh, I think, you know, pretty much uh, everyone knows he still has a long ways to go, and that 
that kind of shows it by announcing a top 10. Uh, but Indiana should make that and is probably going to be in the mix for, uh, for a long time here. Uh, Villanova is going to be kind of the team to beat, and they've done a really good job, obviously, keeping those top kids in the Northeast staying close by. But Indiana has definitely done a good job uh, making sure that they're, they're always involved in that recruitment. You know, Rutgers is, has been making a push, too, and he's from New Jersey, so they'd love to see him stay home, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all these all these Northeast schools, definitely, like I said, headlined by by kind of Villanova. Uh, obviously, Rutgers is is starting to to make a name for themselves on the recruiting trail. I think they still might be maybe like another another class away from from really starting to to kind of nail down the uh, the state in New Jersey, but obviously they've been able to to get a couple of those big time top talents from there and keep them in state. So, you know, they're, they're definitely not a team that you can really overlook, uh, you know, moving forward. Indiana now with, with Christian Landers uh, official reclassification into the 2020 class rivals ranks him as the number 11th class in the country. That's, that's big for Archie and Indiana, of course, for the talent, but it also for what that says and helping bring that talent in next year, that's going to go a long way. Yeah. And I mean, if, if you look at it, you know, the past couple of classes, obviously, if you take out, uh, you know, Romeo, uh, most of these these classes that he's had since he's been there has been building for this year and next year. You have kind of that that core group of guys who uh, are going to be there for three, four years now. And they're, they're really starting to, to kind of find their role within the offense, find their role within the defense and, and the system as a whole. And then you add in guys like <clears throat> Trace Jackson Davis, Christian Lander, some of these, you know, five star type players who who really kind of elevate that program to the next level. And I think he's he's been able to do that. But again, it all starts with those three, four year guys that, that are really the backbone of the program. And as we look towards 2021, of course, we know Trey, Trey Kaufman and, and, and some big targets. But who are the, some of the guys under the radar uh, that, that could sneak in there? Yeah, I mean, one of these guys is uh, Jordan Longino. He. Uh, again, from from kind of the Pennsylvania area, definitely Villanova is on top of him pretty hard. Uh, I do like his game a lot in the way that he would be able to to fit in both on and off the ball. Um, underrated by the sense that he just hasn't been on Indiana's radar uh, nationally, I would say, um, for, for a super long period of time. Uh, he definitely wants to get down to Indiana whenever anything kind of opens up and, and visits are are allowed. And I think he, he's one of these guys that I would I would keep tabs on as, you know, as things do slowly kind of open up and uh, maybe visits do happen um, as a guy who who Indiana would would love to have and would kind of take that next next step in the uh, in the recruitment with. Todd, you, you've talked about Longino. You've watched a lot of videos on him. You, you seem to really like his game. Yeah, he's a you know, he's a bigger kind of combo, either either shooting guard slash small forwardish type player. I mean, he's. He's kind of a Justin Smith type player, not as athletic, but a much better scorer. And and that's a position that Indiana is going to need really filled and a lot of minutes filled two years from now. I mean, Justin, are any injury or I think he's a 30 minute a game guy and this is his senior year. That position is going to be wide open. I mean, I think. I think this year is big for the development. I think it's a really, really big year for Jerome Hunter. And, and it doesn't mean he has to have a big year. It needs to, means he needs to have a real maturing year where he's a big-time contributor and he really looks forward to that next year because I think he could fill Justin Smith's role really well without 
putting Indiana in a position where they've got to go get, you know, Trey Kaufman and have Trey Kaufman be, you know, I don't want to say forced, but relied upon to come in and have a gigantic freshman year like Trace Jackson Davis did. So I, I think, you know, I think this year coming up, the, the, the one question that I think kind of looms and sits out there, and, and I don't, I've looked at the transfer portal and I've seen, you know, who could fill it, but Alec, you'd be an interesting perspective on it is so so for this year because it would be a one-year grad transfer should indiana fill that scholarship with a you know a flyer on somebody to bring in or do you disrupt the you know kind of the chemistry that this team already has by bringing in a one-year guy yeah i mean normally i would say if you have a scholarship left obviously you know freak injuries happen and you want to make sure you have enough bodies to, to actually fill practice and fill fill the roster and obviously uh, a big guy would would essentially basically kind of put put the cherry on top on Archie Miller's roster right now. But kind of with everything going on, uh, still not kind of 100% sure when guys are going to be able to get to campus, when you're going to be able to really kind of work out with your teams and, and go from there. I don't necessarily think uh, getting a grad transfer is really a necessity at this point. I mean, you have your, like I said, your core group of guys, you have uh, assuming some of these guys, like you mentioned, Jerome Hunter, uh, even Armand Franklin and, and Trey Jackson Davis kind of make that next step uh, after basically, you know, their full, you know, the first full year uh, in the program uh, and able to actually play. You know, I think that's that's kind of the the core group that you're looking to make that next step to to be able to kind of replace, you know, what, what you would be able to get from a from a graduate transfer. And then, of course, uh, moving forward, having talked about visits a minute ago, and it reminds me with, with things opening up, now visits may start to be able to happen, but that's maybe a little bit longer down the road because now you got to talk about air travel, and there's a lot of moving parts that goes along with that. But getting kids on campus is something I know that's very, very important to these programs. Yeah, and especially for Indiana. I mean, a lot of these kids who have been able to visit Indiana within the past probably two years, kind of the main takeaway that I've heard and from talking to players, from talking to other people is, uh, you know, their, their strength program and their development. Uh, I think that's one thing that not a lot of other schools are able to kind of showcase. And honestly, it's very difficult to do over, you know, phone calls or, or Zoom meetings or anything like that. Once, once these kids are able to actually see kind of where they would be spending the majority of their time uh, and be able to, to actually meet some of those other guys in person, you know, I think that's that is where Indiana is going to be able to, you know, wow someone like a like a Jordan Longino or uh, since we were just talking about uh, Trey Patterson, some of these guys who maybe uh, leans to to one of these other you know big schools. Uh, you know, a visit can can change it just like that, and and I think you'll you'll start to see that not only with Indiana, but you know, some of these other uh, other programs that all they need to do is get a kid on campus, and I think we're we're going to hopefully start to see that, you know, as the, as the summer approaches and kind of down the line here. Jordan Geronimo nearly committed on the spot. Uh, I think he had to be talked off the ledge a little bit, but he committed the next day. Uh, regardless, he was ready to go. Todd, you back in your recruiting days, I know it was a little different then, but if you could try to put yourself in today's player's place, the facilities and going around and all that, I mean, I know that stuff is nice, but – I would think that in your heart, you kind of have in your head before you even get places, places you kind of already have favorites. Well, you know, one of the things I think if we said right now, you know, what's the most famous basketball arena in the world? I think we would all say Madison Square Garden and places like that. Like you, you kind of, you kind of understand what the meccas of those, 
events, event venues are. And in college basketball, I mean, it used to be assembly hall was, you know, it's one of the places a kid would say, Oh my gosh, you know, I've watched games there, you know, since I was a little kid. And it's one of the places that, that you, you know, you, you've watched on TV, you want to go see, you want to be a part of, and then the atmosphere of games is so great. So that's been the lure for a long time. Nowadays, I mean, and, and you have to give, you know, several of the administrations, but especially Fred Glass and, and Scott Dolson, a ton of credit for the facilities that are at Indiana right now. Uh, I mean, they're not, they're not taking a backseat to anyone. And, and I mean, I'm telling you, there are, th- these guys have four different locker rooms they can go to. It, it's the most incredible place I've ever seen. And when you talk about a kid going and wanting to figure out where he spends time, I mean, heck, I was there after a practice and they had a f- five-star meal spread out there and it was a normal Tuesday practice it wasn't anything special there was no recruits there was nothing so it's uh it it, the facilities are something for Indiana that are a definite positive and and you can take uh I know if you're from the east coast or definitely if you're from Pennsylvania I know you can look at at Villanova's arena and it's got a lot of you know history to it and that stuff but it's it's also old and kind of run down and the same thing's true at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Now they've got great practice facilities and all that stuff, but you know Indiana doesn't take a backseat to anybody. So your point, Jim, and getting players to come to campus is a gigantic deal because when they come here, they're they're just wowed by what everything looks like. Uh, text into the show from Tim. What feedback do you think uh, the NBA will give Justin Smith, Alec? I mean, or did they give? Him? Yeah, I, I really. I think this was more so, you know, obviously he, he put his name in last year, got whatever feedback that he needed to, to kind of work on. And I think we definitely saw him, you know, develop and, and kind of take that next step for him. Uh, I think, you know, personally, he, he's not someone who, you know, I, I really see as a, as a fit in the NBA. He, he just doesn't have enough of an offensive game. Um, and, and definitely with his inability to kind of stretch the floor, you know, if, if he were able to work on that and, you know, be able to, to connect on, you know, about 35, 34% of his threes, even uh, that would just make him a lot more appealing as kind of a three and D guy with that athleticism that he does have that, that, you know, would be able to translate to the next level. But yeah, you know, here we are coming up onto a senior year and he, let's be honest. I mean, it's, it's the same for the most part skill set that Justin Smith has had since his freshman year. And yes, he's developed in places, but I think we all know who Justin Smith is going to be. So I think this is more so uh, of him kind of seeing exactly what he can kind of finish off his career on and then transition into whether it be playing overseas or in in the G League, because obviously he's going to have that ability to play somewhere. I I just don't necessarily think uh, his skill set necessarily fits the, the NBA style. I agree. I agree. Uh, hopefully, he can. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. but he's got one. He's got one factor that you know. There's probably only three or four people in the country have, and he's he's one of the top most athletic people in all the in the country. And the NBA. How many times have we seen the NBA turn a player into something we we never expected them to be? And and he's got something you can't teach. You can make a player a player, but you can't make him an athlete. It's it's like saying if a guy's seven foot tall, you know, I, I can't. There's nothing I can do to work out and get better and become seven feet tall. You can't and, add and seven inches. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing I can do to become as athletic as Justin Smith. There's nothing in the world that I can do to do that. So it it 
he's got something. I, and, and everything that you said, Alec, I agree with completely. I think that's probably the feedback that he got is he's got to become more offensive. Now, I don't, I don't know that a team would right now would draft him and use a draft pick on him, but he will be invited to, I think, a ton of camps to go to because when they, they'll look at his raw ability and think they can turn him around. And the NBA is full of guys that have that same MO and background in that they didn't have that great of college careers. I mean, they're, heck, who's the guy on Golden State Warriors a few years ago? Not Draymond Green, but the other guy who's a defensive player. I cannot think of his name for anything. I was trying to look it up. But he reminds me a lot of Justin Smith. Um, and, and I mean, the NBA is full of guys who they've developed into who they are now, and they weren't that great in college. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. I'll say – you know, the one negative that, that he has going for him at this point is he's going to be a senior. Um, and, you know, he's a lot older. If he were two years younger or even a year younger and he had, you know, he was coming off the season that, that he just had, I think that would be a lot more appealing just because, you know, we see these, these NBA uh, organizations taking, you know, either late second round flyers or even signing, you know, these free agents that, that go undrafted that are, you know, 20, maybe even, you know, obviously 19, but not, not a lot about 21, 22, 23 years old, which is, you know, what he's coming up on uh, because you do lose, you know, right there, two, three years of kind of development uh, at the NBA level. Andre, Andre Iguodala is the guy I was thinking of that he could, that he could turn into something like that because you, you know, think about, this is the way I look at it from that perspective is you take a guy like Carson Cunningham or no, no, was that his name? No, Carson Edwards from Purdue last year, probably the best scorer in the country. I mean, the kid could score and he struggled to catch on, you know, to stay on a roster. And I know he was on Boston and he had some really good games, but the best scorer in the country, in my opinion, kind of struggled to hang on to an NBA team in his first year. And, but, but Justin Smith is just different. If he went to a team like, you know, that has Steve Kerr or somebody like that, or went to a a San Antonio Spurs or a Boston Celtics, I think Justin Smith, with the right attitude, could turn into an Andre Iguodala pretty easily. Alec, what's, uh, what do you got coming up on the Hoosier.com this weekend? Yeah, I'm actually uh, taking a look. Obviously, you know, college basketball over the last three to five years has really been dominated by those, those programs that have kind of that dual point guard system. Uh, obviously, something that Indiana hasn't had since Jordan Holes and, and Yogi, and obviously that, that program and that team back then uh, uh, was, was very good and one of the top in college basketball. So kind of looking at, you know, the, the development that, that that offense can have this year with uh, Fennessey and Lander uh, kind of doing it, doing their thing together in the backcourt. Make sure you go to the Hoosier.com, get signed up for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers. Alec Lassie does an incredible job there keeping you apprised on uh, basketball, and we've got football and everything else. Alec, thanks a lot, brother. I hope you have a great weekend. Actually, right. a great holiday weekend. Happy yeah. holiday weekend. Yeah, I appreciate it. My birthday is actually on Monday, so I'll be uh, hopefully the weather will be nice enough to to get out there and do some stuff together. Everyone, happy birthday, <laughs> happy Alec! Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, brother! Appreciate you joining us. Have a great birthday holiday weekend, Alec Lasley from thehoosier.com, joining us here on Indiana Sports Beat. This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com.
brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.